Hey, welcome to the film podcast. We're back. <laughs> Are it's, we? It's been like the longest we've gone without recording. No, no, no. It's, we've gone a couple years without recording. Okay. So this is fine. <laughs> I can't remember the last time we were. I mean, I remember recording with you and Marvin, but I don't really remember what the subject was. <laughs> Adam, you were one of the original Avengers. <laughs> you went off and had tr- you're like Hawkeye. You went off. You had children, but you're always I started killing people. <laughs> you started killing people in, in Japan. We were got a really bad you. haircut. I know, got a bad haircut. Now you have a new show. Now I have Disney a new Plus. show. <laughs> a new show, and I hang out with uh, what's your name? Uh, Emily Dickinson. Yes, Emily. Good old Emily Dickinson. Yeah. Well, we're back. We're talking. It's it's October. It's Spooktober. Spooky. Spooktober. Or um, if you have Peacock, Peacocktober, oh, which is a terrible name. Or if you're, it, it should have been Cocktober, I guess. <laughs> I don't think they could do that. They can't do that? Uh, I don't think so. Hulu has Halloween. Everybody has their own their own Halloween bullshit, dude. Anyway, we're talking about haunted house movies. You love horror movies. I do, but like as I was making this list, I was like, man, what was the last haunted house movie I saw that I liked that was actually scary in some way yeah it's been it's been a minute it's been a minute one of the movies on my list i recently watched and it had to do with the house yeah yeah, i know what it is yeah in fact i'll start with that i was gonna say uh uh but before we get into it i just want to do a quick business hey if you like star trek do you like the next generation then join us on our other podcast newbie star trek go listen to that podcast we're going through all the episodes of the next generation i'm the newbie i haven't seen any of them uh, it's, it's my first time and boy is it a is it a journey dude we're on the second season we just finished recording wow. the last episode of the second season so we're gonna take a two-week hiatus and then start the third season so we need a uh, break a perfect time to yeah perfect time to catch up we've been doing one episode per week for the last what feels like over a year anyway Go listen to that. That's newbie Star Trek. You can find it anywhere you can get your your podcast from uh, Stitcher, Google. I think it's even on fucking YouTube. So check it out <laughs> wherever, wherever you want to listen to it. That's where you, they have it. Go to, go ask your dentist. He probably listens to it. All right. Uh, like we said, you like horror more than I do. In fact, that, I feel I'm... like I feel like I've gotten into horror, more horror since I since I met you. Many really? many. I mean, I just assumed that you Decades really ago. liked scary movies also. Oh, no, I did. I did. But I didn't get deep into them as mm. as after I met you. I think mine's were, I was just in the peripheral of horror. And then you were you. like, you want to, you want to, you want to see something, see something interesting? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you want to see something really scary? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Dan at the beginning of the Twilight Zone movie. You turned away and then when you turned back, you're like, here's martyrs. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you ruined me for the rest of my life. Oh, uh, martyrs. Yeah. Yeah. And I then, wish that was a haunted house movie. Yeah. We talk well, about. <laughs> it's kind of, in a way, kind of. Uh, if haunted you could, by if you cheated. existential dread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's how I meant by, I, I before we started recording, I said I've cheated in a couple of these. And that's why, that's that's the reason why. Because in some of these, I had to stretch the why they fall into the haunted house. Well, category. yeah, like... I, I was thinking about that when I was looking at movies. I'm like, well, but like Insidious, the tagline is literally, it's not the house that's haunted. So is that about a haunted house? Or are we going with the literal like way they tried to spin the movie that it's the kid that's haunted? So well, I don't know. 
but technically the house was haunted because the kid was haunted, right? Right. Like the the haunting is coming from within inside the house, but the source is the kid, not the house. It's very confusing. If the house is basically a character in the movie, then it's a haunted house movie or a mm. horror with the house in it. Kind mm. of thing. So that's how I, I, I skirted the the rules. And there's yeah, no I, rules in this fucking podcast. I tried not to like get too deep into dissecting what is and is not a haunted house. Because <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like the differences in like, oh, well, is a poltergeist the same as a haunted house? And like, yeah, like, yeah. like, like, I don't know. I feel like it's a whole, <laughs> whole graveyard of pedantic musings. Yeah, yeah. Adam, what is your number five? Um, so if there's some organization of horror movie fanatics who are going to take me to task over this, I may or may not get shit for this, but I really, really liked uh, the 2004 remake of The Grudge. It was like when Sam Raimi, like it was one of those like, oh, presented by Sam Raimi, but he didn't actually make it. He just really liked it and decided other people should see it, right? I actually never saw the original. I only saw the American version of this. Movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I eventually watched the original and it's the same, like the director remade his own movie, but for America. So for the grudge. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I think. Yeah. I think you're right. But Takashi okay, so, Shimizu. And then there's an, there's a, there's a remake now, right? Yeah. Like a remake of the, a remake of the remake or, I mean, another remake. <laughs> Yeah, which yeah. I never saw. I, did you see it? And you told me it. it was like the same thing, but they it, just changed. It was. It was just bad. It was just okay. not. It was the. I saw it, but I I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. Yeah. Don't. I was trying to look to see who directed the the new one, and it's, uh, the guy who directed uh, the Eyes of My Mother in 2016. Oh yeah, yeah. I never saw that. Was that any good? Um, I don't. I don't even remember if I've like, I feel like it was one of those movies I started late at night and I fell asleep, but I never got back to it. Yeah. There's a lot of um, magnet movies that are produced by, by that company magnet that, mm-hmm. that you're like, they all become one movie. They're all the same thing. They all blur together. But the, but yeah. the grudge 2004, the grudge is yeah. actually the last scary movie, like haunted house movie that came out in theaters that I felt like actually gave me the creeps. Like, I remember I was living in Long Beach at the time. I went and saw it at like the last showing at this theater by myself. And I was one of like maybe five people there. And something about like the weird woman with the black hair trope from, from Japanese culture. And like the way, um, the way that they deal with the haunted house where it's like, it's not like, Oh, you can save the day. It's a cursed house. There's something terrible that happened there. And even if you leave the house, the curse will follow you. And I really liked how, how like nihilistic that take on a haunting was. And it really yeah. creeped me out. Um, and it's like a PG-13 movie. I'm, I've rarely, rarely lend credence to a PG-13 horror movie, but it was, it was good. I thought it was creepy. And I was definitely a little creeped out on my, my solo drive home from that theater. <laughs> I didn't know it was the same director as the the original movie. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, um, and it had like a really good cast. It, like it had like Bill Pullman, it yeah, had Sarah Michelle Gellar, Clea mm-hmm. Duvall, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Cruise's cousin, which is William uh, Mapother, I think his name is. 
Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh. Ted Raimi was in it as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I there's something about like not being able to leave. The, a lot of the haunted house movies, you're like, well, they just can't get to the door. They just can't leave. But as yeah. soon as they leave, they're free, right? right? But this one, it followed you. Yeah, that was the creepy part. Yeah, it was. It, it it was something evolving, something following you that actually creeped me out. Unlike it yeah. follows. <laughs> and right. I like. All these horror movies eventually all lead to, well, I mean, I'll get to that's I'll get to my number one. But all these movies, I feel like, lead to my number one. Okay. Um, but so the Grudge, so the, the Grudge originally, the first one came out in two thousand two, then the American remake in two thousand four, and then mm-hmm. the remake of the remake in two thousand twenty. I feel like so when I watched the the, the Grudge last year, I wasn't. Oh yeah, it was like right before quarantine. I remember now, and it was one of those movies where you're like, I don't remember the two, the original. I don't remember the two thousand four mm. version, so I can't confirm or deny that this is a sequel or a remake. I got gotcha. you. Um, and then I was amazingly high when I saw it, so <laughs> that doesn't help. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't help when you get really high and you watch horror movies because not only are you in the, sometimes in the prison of like, oh, oh, you're paranoid. Like just being high, but yeah. also like you're like, oh my god, and this is so scary. Is, is it scary because the movie's scary? Just because I'm not in a, I'm not in a uh, I'm not, I don't have see, all my wits about me. That reminds me of a story about one of my other picks. <laughs> well, <laughs> which uh, I will get to when I bring that one up. Okay, um, so let, let's just talk about the quick little like synopsis of this movie. Give us like the IMDb synopsis. The IMDb synopsis yeah. of The Grudge yeah. is on IMDb, so you can Google that shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, give us like your elevator pitch to somebody who hasn't seen this movie. My elevator. I mean, it seems like a really. It's like one of the most basic haunted house plots. Like mm-hmm. this family moves into. A, a haunted house, like a house where something messed up happens, but no one knows. Like it's a mystery, and they're trying to figure out. Now, see, I'm, I'm misremembering it. Sarah Michelle Gellar is like a nurse, right? Yeah. And she gets yeah. hired to take care of this old woman yep. who lives in this creepy old house by herself. And then we slowly start to realize, like, shit's going down, and we don't know why. Um, and everybody who goes into this house seems to die in some terrible way. Yeah. And it's like a mystery slash horror movie. And I don't know, like that, the that woman with the croaking sound that she makes yeah. was so creepy, and like the black hair, and something about it was creepier to me than what Samara in the Ring. Because I still, I don't remember if I had seen Ring You yet or not. Because I remember seeing the Ring, but I don't know if I watched the the original version of the Ring. But this one, I know I didn't see. Juan until after I saw the grudge, but that this that pale faced, black haired, creepy woman croaking, yeah, <laughs> was really terrifying. Well, it's funny because another part of the horror of this movie is the fact that you're in a different country. So, like mm-hmm. the scare there is like, oh, I've escaped, but then now I have to tell somebody. Like, even if if it didn't follow you, yeah, like you're like, I escaped the house. But now I have to get somebody to help me, and some, and I'm like, I'm in a different country. It's going to be yeah. hard to be convince. First of all, it'd be hard to convince anybody in your own country. Like, hey, this <laughs> happened to me, dude. <laughs> now imagine like having a like a language barrier and be like, guys, 
I don't know how to translate this, but there's a fucking ghoul. <laughs> there's a creepy old woman in the attic croaking at me, and there's a little blue boy hiding in the closet, and a cat. And, yeah, and then they would be like, "Oh, our Google Translate doesn't work because <laughs> it's translating the weird." Yeah, shit. our Google Translate does not translate crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's crazy because so this director did the first one, and then he did the sequel to his movie. Mm-hmm. And then he came over here to do part one. I'm, I'm, I wonder if he did part two. Oh, I forgot about the, the American part two, which was not good. It isn't, it isn't good, right? It is not good, no. Okay. And he, he himself directed it, too. I'm, I'm looking at this movie. Okay. It, didn't, it had a new cast. It had Amber Tamblin, this one. And they like tried to tie it into this one. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's, it's really connected, but it's like a very loose connection. I don't know. I just remember not liking it and weird things happening. It was it was like a different take on the character, where it's like, or like on the the idea of the haunting and the way that it spreads like a disease. It was strange. It yeah, had some interesting yeah. ideas, but like, it didn't creep me out as much as the first one. Yeah. So it might have been a gimmick. I mean, not a gimmick, but like a one time thing, you know? Because like once you've once you've seen it once, I don't yeah. know if it creeps you out the same way. I still like it. I actually own it. So it, I'm. Do you, can you tell me if any movie like this comes to mind, but you know how the Godfather is better. Well, okay. Now we're getting to some, some territories where we, we, not, we, we may not agree. Okay. Um, but like Terminator two is way better than Terminator one. Right. We can agree on that. Oh boy. <sighs> you took a breath there, dude. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same thing with me though, for like alien, you know, like they're different movies right like terminator yeah. one feels it's a, like a, it's a, horror, a horror movie, movie and yeah. terminator two is an action movie same with alien alien is a horror movie aliens is an action movie so like they're better depending on like if i want a horror movie then terminator is better but if i want an action movie terminator 2 is better so okay 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 that makes that that makes okay what about the godfather one or two mm-hmm uh, I mean, two's got the back and forth with De Niro and Pacino. Like as much as I love the first one and like Sonny and all everything that's going on in that, two's pretty great. Right. Okay. With the back and forth. So we can agree that two's better. Now, can you find a movie franchise where the sequel to this hor- to a horror movie is better than the first one? The sequel to the horror movie is mm-hmm. okay. I that's mean, a hard. Li- that's a hard one to find. I can't think off of them. off the top of my head because I don't like the first one, and I saw the second one first. Is House? Do you remember the House movies with um, William Cat from Greatest American Hero? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was wait, the first wait. one. So you didn't like this? You didn't like? The I first don't one? like the first one with okay. William Cat. So let's let's go right into it because that's on my list. The House. The first yeah. one is on your list. House okay. is on my list. Okay, so. This this is a good one. Okay, perfect. And it was my number five. <laughs> um, directed by uh, Steve Miner, and you may know him. He directed a bunch of shit. He directed Warlock. He directed uh, Halloween H two O. He's got a bunch of. He's got a bunch of, of like. Yeah, I want to be kind. He's got a. He's got a bunch of shit. <laughs> he directed. He directed like I mean, Placid. The first one. Yeah, yeah. I like one. Lake Placid. Okay, it's a okay. silly, like, I, I don't know. But then you then talk he, about it, and then <laughs> then he directed um, 
1986, he directed Soul Man. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's that's the big strike on his yeah. on his resume. And he did Friday Friday Thirteenth two and three. Okay, and he went so, from there to House. So this was his third. House was his third feature. He didn't do the worst Friday the Thirteenth sequel. No, 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 no. So you know, man, this guy does have a weird like. This guy has a, and I've heard of, I've, I've seen his name come up repeatedly in different mm-hmm. things he's done, but he's got a very eclectic taste because he's, he's doing like horror, right? Mm-hmm. And then he, at one point he does Forever Young. With Mel Gibson? Yeah. I I remember watching that movie far too often for, <laughs> for when it came out and how old I was. <laughs> Like I, my mom had this friend who we would just borrow her movies, and for some reason, like the three movies that we would borrow from her that I remember were Forever Young, hmm. I Love You to Death, and Always. <laughs> and I don't know why we would always have these three movies, but I watched them a bunch of different times, and I like all of them. This guy, I, I don't remember. I don't remember Forever Young because this and the one where like he's like two, like he has like a disfigured face. The man without a face. Is that what it's called? Yeah. He's like the teacher who was in an accident. Yeah. And yeah, yeah he starts yeah. tutoring a kid. But they he's got all, like some... there's like, there's like a period, like 90s period of Mel Gibson's mm. career where every movie's the same to me. Okay. So, uh, like, what, Tequila Sunrise? Yeah, that too. And <laughs> Man Without a Face I, and Forever Young. I had to rewatch Tequila Sunrise because I, I couldn't remember anything about it um, because of that. Um, mm. But anyway, so. Steve Miner, he's directed a bunch of shit. Forever Young, Texas Ranger, Friday the 13th, 2 and 3. But this movie he directed in 1985. And then it's crazy because he went from this to Soul Man, which is a weird, and then back that to is horror. very weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he, direct, he directed this movie with uh, William Cat and um, the guy from uh, Cheers. What is it? Uh, George. George Went. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and. Surprisingly, I didn't know this. This movie was one of the writers of this movie was Fred um, Decker. Mm, yeah. Uh, often he's associated with Shane Black. He co-writes a lot with Shane Black. But um, so the the like movie the 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 pitch to this to this movie is um, a troubled writer moves back to like his childhood home that he inher- that he inherited from his aunt, and he's divorced. He's a writer who kind of has writer's block. He's he has a book due and he's kind of stuck. And he moves in and um George George went is his neighbor, right? Mm-hmm. And he moves in and he's he's trying to renovate the house so he can sell it. So he's he's going to flip it. <laughs> and you find out throughout the the movie that like he lost his son. And this house is like there's creepy shit going on. You, you like so in the beginning, like the his grandmother, his aunt, sorry, kills herself in the movie, mm-hmm. and the the delivery boy finds her like hanging. She she hung herself, and and it's really weird because like the delivery boy like walks all the way up to the bedroom where she killed herself. Yeah, that's, that's creepy. what you do. You just walk up to people's yeah. bedrooms when yeah. you're delivering things. Well, you never know when this is going to turn into an adult movie. So. <laughs> I, I see his point. I don't uh, remember that delivery boy being of that age, but whatever. Uh, he was he was, a, he was a teenager. Okay. Um. So um, he moves in here because he's got to finish his thing. He's got to fix his the his house to sell it, and then uh, you find out that like his kid went missing, and the house kind of took him. 
like it's not clear like because like there's a scene there's a flashback scene where like you see him losing his kid and like he's like he was in the pool and then he was gone like yeah. the kid fell into the pool yeah and you don't know what what went wrong and this 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 movie gets really weird because if you think about it the kid's been gone for a long time yeah that's what it doesn't make any sense to me. yeah yeah and like his wife is like a movie star kind of thing like she's at a premiere at one point yeah and then like um but what's so crazy is that there's like there's a little bit of time travel involved <laughs> because because the kid falls into the pool he right. disappears the cops show up in the flashback mm-hmm. he says my kid was in the pool i jumped in and then he disappeared and the cops are like that's weird and then there's like a missing i assume there's a missing kids thing but they don't go into that and then the 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 aunt keeps yelling she's crazy aunt first of all i don't know why they were living with the aunt i don't know i mean i don't remember visiting her i don't remember yeah that I mean, because she had the big house and she had room for them. I guess so. I guess so. And, and at one point, he's like, he's like, oh my, um, my, uh, the house took the the house took the the ch- the, the child. And they're like, right. oh, shut up, you fucking crazy old lady, <laughs> the old coot. Yeah. And then and then there's a there's time that goes by because he, he they had, the couple gets divorced, right? And then they're not together. It right. It's been like it. It's been at least a year, but I want to say years I, since I this kid's been missing. Yeah, I want to say right? five to. 10 years because yeah he looked really young like they made him look really young and then and then he was like a grizzled older writer trying to finish his novel well and you haven't even touched on the whole vietnam veteran part of this oh yeah (laughs) so he his novel is a memoir of his vietnam years right of him being in the war yeah and they don't really go into detail about i think i think his previous books were like he was he's like a tom clancy type if they make it seem like like he mm. writes war, war like fiction, and this one's an actual, this one's an actual like memoir. Memoir, of, yeah. yeah, yeah. So everyone's looking forward to it, but he's got a little bit. Of, I don't know why he's got writer's block. It's his fucking life. Um, but um, he's writing this, and then he moves back in. And first of all, if my kid vanishes in a fucking house and I can't find him, I never go to the house again, or I burn yeah. the house. <laughs> well, I don't burn the house because what if he's trapped inside? Yeah, the house? you gotta don't find burn it. the house. I I leave. And, and like I go on a manhunt, you know, like goddamn fucking Liam Neeson's. Um, but I don't you have go a back certain set of skills. You have a certain set <laughs> yeah, of skills yeah. that also dovetail yeah. into being able to flip a house. It's like, I will yeah. flip this house yeah. once I yeah. find my son's body inside the walls. Yeah. And he, this guy is so fucking obsessed with finishing his book that he's like, I'll move into that house that took my child. Don't give a shit. Yeah. So he moves into the house and he's renovating it. And then like this haunted house, it, it becomes like five movies in one. Because it's like a creature feature. Because remember when he opens up the yeah. Vietnam portal? Just like that. Yeah. That thing pops out. And you don't know what it is. They never say what it is. It's like, no. it's like a well, wait, creature. So this is have you said? What's that? Hold on, hold on. Adam, I think you're cutting off a little bit. Uh, hello. Yeah, well, you keep cutting off a little bit. I think it may be my side because your waveforms look fine. I just can't hear you. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My computer is going crazy. It could be that too. Is it? Okay. But your waveforms didn't go away. So I'm okay. sure we're fine. All right. Okay. Go for it. Um, oh wait, so you, this you house is eighty five, right? Because like it's got yes, yeah, it's got like Evil Dead ripoff vibes, right? 
like the creature popping out yeah, it does. of the closet it does. It does. feels very yeah. Evil Dead E. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I feel like they were trying to, okay, so Evil Dead 2 was after this one, but still, like it feels like they were trying to take elements of Evil Dead and like, oh yeah, we can do that too, but not as good. <laughs> yeah, what, I'm, I'm pulling up Evil Dead to see what year. Well, so the first one was um, 81 and then Evil Dead 2 was 87. Yeah. Okay, okay. So it could have been a, a, a soft ripoff. Yeah. As I call it. If they had seen it. But you're right. So first thing that there is is because th- we don't only run into one creature, but we run into a few creatures in, in like his Vietnam. So like this house has like doors and like the house itself is like a weird portal to like, I would say his nightmares because he's yeah. like haunted by Vietnam. Yeah. It's like his PTSD comes to life or something. And then, yeah. I mean, yeah. that. All the stuff with Richard Mole is, I feel like, the weirdest stuff to me because I'm used to him as Bull on Night Court, as like a funny, yeah, yeah, the yeah. funny schmuck yeah. um, bailiff or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like this creepy war veteran. He's <laughs> like kill them all, and yeah, yeah. He's a, he's an interesting character. So I won't go into the end of it, but this movie goes into like so. There's weird time travel because like eventually I don't want to spoil the ending, but. You know what? This is this is a cheesy one that y- it doesn't matter if you know the ending. So yeah. I'm gonna spoil it on this one. There's eventually he gets his son back. Like he goes through the portal and he because he sees a painting that is Andrew, and the kid is in the mirror of the bathroom, <laughs> which is weird. And so he looks in the mirror of the bathroom mirror, and then he he like opens up the window and there's nothing. It's just the wall that leads to the outside. And he breaks the window, and it's a portal to his PTSD, aka Vietnam, <laughs> that he goes down, and then a creature attacks him, and then he has to run. He falls in the water, and then he he's literally in a flashback of like his Vietnam days, mm-hmm. and his friend, played by um, William Cat, right, uh, it says, "Hey, kill me," because because he's been shot. He's like, "I don't want to get captured. Kill me," and he says, "I can't," and he sees his kid. And he goes and saves his kid and leaves this is it's his sergeant oh, or something. Richard right? Richard Mole. Richard, the, the, I'm, th- I'm thinking of sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah Richard Mole. Mole. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. And 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 then that becomes the whole impetus behind the rest of the movie. Yeah, and then like and then Richard Mole is like trying to come back. I don't know why I got the I name wrong fucking name, but Richard Mole tries to is like comes back into the house and, and time travels and yeah. now he's like a he's like a a weird ghoul skeleton man yeah that's what like happens a zombie when, like a yeah. zombie yeah he, he looks like a zombie soldier <laughs> yeah yeah and then he's got to fight him and so and then at one point remember at, at one point he's babysitting the neighbor's kid who randomly that that, that is a sketchy thing dude the neighbor comes remember the hot neighbor comes over and says oh will you watch my kid i have a date Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. And then there's like a weird witch ghoul that like I'm gonna say it. She looks like um the press secretary that was that was that was Trump's press secretary. Oh, like Sarah weird, Huckabee. Yeah, yeah. And she's got <laughs> God damn it, dude, I'm gonna get me over that one. Uh, and she she she's got like the weird hands and then like he he kills her and then her hand's still going, like thing. Remember? I don't remember that part, but that's another Evil deadish things. Yeah, so it's like three movies in one, and but I love it. I saw it as a kid. I saw it. I must have been like ten, twelve, and it's not scary enough for a kid to be scared. 
but it's enough to be like, oh, this is a scary movie. This is fun. And also be like, what the hell is this movie? Like it's like five movies in one. Um, is is House Two in your list? Yeah, that's let's see. That's the thing because okay. I saw House Two before we'll I saw in, House we'll, One. We'll roll into it, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not really connected at all. But I just, no. I mean, first off, it's called House Two: The Second Story, so you gotta love a pun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, <laughs> what second story? Was it somebody telling like at no point was somebody telling a story and be like okay so anyway this is another haunted house story it just starts and it's like it just goes and it has nothing to do with they never refer to the original like remember when that yeah. guy was uh, having PTSD and he nothing nothing yeah totally different story <laughs> um, but it's it's sillier to me than the first one you know because I don't know like it's really leaning into the comedy like the first yeah. one has comedic elements but this one is full on it's like oh no we're just a funny movie that happens to be based on a haunted house do you know there's two more sequels after this oh one? yeah no i do i i've watched them all i um, haven't seen them any good n- no i mean so the second one or not the second the third movie they basically re-release like oh this is house three but then actually you know what no it's not really tied to it <laughs> um and that's the one with i want to say lance henrickson Really? And um, the dude from, I don't know this guy's name, but like, did you, if you, if you watched the movie in the nineties, you've seen him play a, a bad guy before <laughs> he plays keys in like another 48 hours. Oh, he's like the general in, um, fifth element. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I know who it is. I know who it is. Shit. What is the name of the movie that they they gave it when they re-released it because <laughs> it's, it's not it's nothing to do with house at all but it was originally a house movie oh, and it didn't crazy. make any sense the horror show with lance, lance oh, henrickson okay, 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 okay. and okay. um brian james that's the guy oh, okay um okay. and again it has like nothing to do with the first two movies but this this serial killer who Lance Henrix. I don't know why we're talking more about the third one than the second one. But the third one is like he is he's a cop who brings a serial killer to justice and the serial killer haunts his house. But then they decided to re- release the movie as the horror show at, instead of House 3. That's crazy. And then House 4 is just awful and it brings it all back and like William Cat is it's in William it as Cat, a right? ghost. Yeah. 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 But House 2 William Cat is not in and it's like a comedic oh I inherited this house from my relative. Yeah. One and then it turns out like oh I'm related to this dead cowboy and an evil dead cowboy comes out and I have to try and stop him. Yeah, and he's like, wasn't there an, an evil dead cowboy, but also a good cowboy? Yeah, his grandpa or his great grandfather is the good one. Okay, and then, okay. And, and, he, and he's like a skeleton kind of, right? Wasn't he? Yeah, they're both kind of like skeleton cowboys. Yeah, yeah. And like they have this ancient feud. Yeah. And, um, and the one that plays his grandfather is uh, a guy who was like an outlaw Josie Wales. He's in Vietnam, which is he's a, he, you recognize his face as like a, a yeah, Western yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, Royal Dano. Royal Dano. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I don't know. Again, the looking back on it through nostalgia or whatever, but I really loved it as a kid. Like it had cowboys and ghosts and a haunted house, and there's like a whole. Again, being five movies in one, there's like an Indiana Jones feeling episode when like uh, like random tribe of people, like not Native American Indians, but it's like 
I want to say South American Indians of some yeah. kind, like come in and kidnap yeah. a woman. Yeah. And then John oh. Ratzenberger has to show up as the cable guy who helps them go in to save them. That's I remember that. So like, there's like a weird Cheers connection because the first yeah. one had Norm, right? Yeah. <laughs> this one has this other guy. And they, they were, I feel like they were Aztec or something. There was like a weird like yeah. Aztec yeah. thing. Like they had, it was like a weird like Aztec curse. This one also had like five movies enrolled into it. Yeah, yeah. There was like everything revolved around this crystal skull that yeah, they yeah. needed, and like yeah. the Aztecs steal it at one point. Yeah, yeah, and they have to go in and get it. Like they steal the skull and they and they kidnap a woman. And so John Ratzenberger is that how you say his name? I, I think so. Um, he is there to like fix the cable or something. And he just seems to know everything that you need to know about like fighting evil spirits. And like, he's, he's knows how to fence. And it's for, this for one no, for no, no yeah. explainable reason. No, just he because just, it's yeah, funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so this one, like it was more fun to me and I hadn't, I didn't see the original house until I was like a teenager, mm-hmm. probably closer to twenties. Um, but I always liked the second one because it's just silly. It, it it is sillier. I I pick one because it's more of a haunted house. Part two is like a weird zany like, but it falls under the same category. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like um, all right, it's haunted in a, a sense. It's I don't know. I would recommend these two as a double feature, even though they sure. have nothing to do. Even yeah. though they're it's a sequel, it has nothing to do with it. You should watch but them in order, fun. probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though they're not tied. Yeah, even though you could watch two and it wouldn't really matter. Yeah. Um, well, in fact, I guess it depends on what mood you're in. If you're in like a zany mood, you watch you watch part two first. Yeah. Um, and but, oh, uh, um, and his friend, the the fr- the best friend of the guy who's the main character is Bill Maher. Oh yeah, that's right. Bill Maher's in <laughs> just his- being all skeevy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, and like the lead is uh, the guy from. I want to say he's in. Shit, where'd it go? He, um, Ari Gross? Yeah, I think he, like the other movie I feel like I really remember him from, isn't he in Summer School? <laughs> I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I remember him as, as, and I, and I pictured him, cause, so for some reason he just stuck out, um, cause I thought, oh, it's a guy from, from House 2. Um, he's in the beginning of Minority Report. He's a husband that goes to, oh, to, to yeah, work, yeah, 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 and then yeah. he comes back and and he catches his wife yeah. with another man. Yeah, and then he they stop him from killing the wife or the lover. Right. Um, it's really it. He he's the guy, and that was, I remember just watching that and going, "Oh my god, the guy from House too. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's pretty crazy that we had both had a house movie in in. Uh, I mean, list, can you but, do a list about horror movies and not at least yeah. mention? House? It's literally in the title, House. Um, all right, so that was my number five, uh, and that one. Do you want even want to put it on? on do you want to give it a number, or was it was it four? Yeah, that would, that would be my number four. Okay, okay. So my number four is. Um, trying to figure out where to go from here i'll go with whew, um i'll go with with the most recent movie just because um it's this is it's better than house but there's a lot more on my list so um the movie that just came out this year uh it's called the night house <laughs> Did you see it, Pancho? No, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I, I've got it. I've got it ready to go. 
Was okay. it good? I mean, it's on your list, so. Yeah, I enjoyed it because there's a, there's a twist. I'll give you the, since you haven't seen it, this is a great opportunity to not spoil it for you. Okay, and, thank you. And um, uh, uh, a widow begins to uncover her recently deceased husband's like disturbing secrets. But it has to do with like a house, and then like it's in this trailer. But like then there's like another house that the husband was designing that's like almost like the, this house. Yeah, it's like a mirror image. of Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And um, I like this movie because I like movies that I watch them, and then like I'm like, ah, oh, that was that was fine, that was fine. And then I forget about it, and then like five a week later, five days later, a week later, two weeks later, I'm like, oh man, I'm still thinking about that movie, <laughs> and I don't, I can't pinpoint what it is. But it's something that like there's some jump scares. There's some interesting. I think it's because it had a, a, a twist I hadn't seen before, mm. maybe, and um, it was well done. And I think Rebecca Hall is a really good actress. She's yeah. she's a lead, and um, what's his name? The uh, African American actor. He's really good. I like him in everything he does. Uh, Vondi Curtis Hall. Oh yeah, he's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, it just has like top notch actors. And I like when, when that happens, when you're like, oh, I wouldn't expect Rebecca Hall to be in a horror movie. And then you see her, she's usually in like pretty serious or action movie fair and it feels good. And then there's another guy I don't want to reveal his name because I don't want to spoil anything, but I've seen him in like, like nothing but like indie dramas and to see him in this, it like lends weight. Cause like they're, I don't know. It feels like when you go watch a, like a cheesy horror movie the acting is not as good you're like oh this movie could have been good if it had better actors right, 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 and right, this right. one it kind of matched you're like oh this it's, is it's a good idea it's a good it's a decent script but then like the acting kind of elevates it and that's what i dug about this movie well, it's, it's like the the flip side of when they try to say a horror movie isn't a horror movie so that they can like nominate it for awards like silence yeah. of the lambs they kept trying to say well it's not a horror movie it's a drama it's, it's like no nah, man that's a horror movie yeah 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 and that's those are the movies that I fucking really really love. Um, that like you said, you kind of narrow it down. That's it. The the movies that they 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 say, oh, it could be a th- it's more like a thriller. But you're like, no, nah, it's a horror movie. It's a horror movie. Yeah. You just want you just want Oscars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, I it'd be more impressive if they just called it a horror movie and then they did get nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, but um, yeah. that is my number four. Uh, that's just elevator pitch. It just it's well done. It's well. I thought it was well shot. Um, there's a few jump scares, but really well done. And like, there's a song that plays in in the movie that I had been obsessed with prior to the movie. And then they played it, they played it in the movie and I was like, Oh my God, dude, what the (laughs) fuck? Double down on your obsession. Yeah. 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 So, um, I'm curious to see what you think. Uh, I really want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I think Savannah would like it too. I don't, I also don't want to hype it because I went in without hype. Like I didn't, I saw the one trailer and I didn't see like the Rotten Tomato score as of lately, especially after, since the pandemic, I don't, I don't read any, like, it's not that I want to know if it's good or it's just that like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm committed to seeing this, whether it's good or bad. So, and that's how I went into this and I was like, oh, I was fucking surprised. So yeah, I, I still, I also don't want to hype it up, but right. I, I liked it. I had fun with it. Um, what is your number three? Yes. Is that right? I think so, right? Yeah, because you're... Wait, no. I guess I'm one ahead because House and House 2 dovetailed into each other. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so my number three is Stir of Echoes. And it brings me back to my story about 
being under the influence of something and it messing with your perception of yeah. the movie. Yeah. Um, like I saw it in theaters and I loved it, but when it came out on DVD and I, like the day I bought it, um, I put on, let's, let's see. It's so like, it's the DVD menu messes with you. Like it's so really, so you, I, yeah. I haven't seen it on DVD. So I don't know if they still do it on the Blu-ray, but the DVD menu, like it comes up and like, oh, hey, it's just a regular menu. Yeah. But then it switch, it messes with the screen. It makes it look like the ghost has come and haunted your television. Oh. And I didn't know that. <laughs> and like oh, I crap. left the room and I came back and it was fucking with me. Oh. So boy. that was like an extra little cherry on top of me liking this movie. <laughs> when, when you leave the room to make a drink and you come back and the ghost is there. Oof. Wasn't um, ready for it. What? I So- I remember seeing this when it first came out. It's David David Kep. Kep uh, he dr- written a ton of movies. Uh, he wrote Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. Impossible, a bunch of shit. Uh, it's an original. It's a full. It's a full novel. It's not a short story, right? It's By like Richard a nov- a novella, yeah. Um, and by- I this is so. Speaking of like the whole sequels being better than the originals, mm-hmm. this is an instance where I think the movie is better than the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, with some of his short stories, it feels like that. Because the only thing that I that I that I've loved way more than I loved, so the, um, I'm Legend. I love the mm-hmm. book more mm-hmm. than anything they've ever done. Yeah. More than like any any incarnation of of I'm Legend. Yeah. Um, but with his short stories, I've noticed that when people redo them, even like the Twilight Zone episode that he wrote. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're really well they they adapt really well for yeah. for TV and movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't like again. I saw the movie before I read the book. Um, yeah, but I just the movie. I don't know. The book seems much more passive mm-hmm. than the movie. Like the, there's more direct action in the in the movie. I don't remember it because I haven't seen it. I haven't rewatched it since I first watched it. Oh wow! I must have been like a junior in high school when I watched it. Was, uh, but what? Give us the elevator pitch. It stars. It stars Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. This One was nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. And so this is after being hypnotized by his sister in law. Uh, Kevin Bacon's character starts seeing ghosts or starts seeing things, specifically the ghost of a girl who he thinks is haunting his house. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to figure out what happened and if he's going crazy or whether there really is a ghost and if she died in his house. Um, and it's great. Like David Kep is on point here, mm-hmm. uh, written and directed by, and, uh, I don't know, like, again, the cast and the writing come together really nicely to, to make this like, what could have been just like a throwaway ghost story. I think pretty, it's, it's a standout to me. Like everything, everyone is great. All the actors are great. Ileana Douglas is great. Um, Kevin Dunn plays his neighbor. Like it feels like a real world. They do that thing of setting it up. It's like the from dusk till dawn thing. It's like before the before shit starts getting real and there's vampires, they set up the reality of this world with these people that you are interested in and you care about. Yeah. yeah. This one definitely doesn't spend as much time as From Dusk Till Dawn, like setting up the first half of the movie. Yeah. They get into things more quickly. But again, they do that world building really nicely. Yeah, yeah. That like that, that Boston neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to it's hard to do that and, yeah. and like, and have like the right pace to be like, okay, at this page count or this running time, it's going to work against get, going to get fucking really crazy. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you've invested enough in the characters and like the characters enough to where you're like, 
all right, I'm going to go on this thing because it's it's really nutty. Um, and then he tried to do – I remember he did a movie recently with him, the same team, Kevin yeah. Bacon and David Cope, and it didn't go as well. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see it. Which uh, one? It's called You Should Have Left. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it was not good. It was not good. I feel like that's not a great title for a movie you want people to go to see. You should have left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they literally baked in the bad reviews into it, you know? Yeah. Like, it. not a good choice of, 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 of a title. Yeah. Um, but uh, again, that that this You Should Have Left one is also based off a book. And I remember when I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be into this because it's basically, stir, it's going to be a Stir of Echo sequel kind of mm. thing. It's a reimagining, but it was nothing like it. Yeah. Um, all right. Good pick. De- David, David Kep. It's great. It's got like that. Echoes. That uh, This is the first movie where I remember them doing like that stuttery, jittery look for the ghosts. Oh, Where like yeah, it looks yeah, like frames, that, frames have been removed. And so yeah. she moves in a funny way. And actually that's Jennifer Morrison as the that's girl. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, Do you know that they did, they did a sequel to this? The one with Rob Lowe. Yeah. I've never seen it. The Homecoming. Yeah. <laughs> And he's actually, isn't he like a veteran who's like having PTSD yeah, issues? It's yeah. like a mix between Stir of Echoes and House. Yeah. It's like Stir of Echoes and the one, um, what is it? The one with, with uh, Tim Robbins where he's like haunted Jacob's by Ladder. Tim, Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a good Which one. they remade and it was bad. Oh. Um, but you know what? Uh, Kevin Bacon, amazing horror movies. Even like, even like funny one, like Tremor. He's great. In it. So like good. He's, and he's he's one of the original horror guys. He was in the yeah. original Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth. So. Um, Hollow Man. Hollow Man. That's a really good movie. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. My number three is. This is a hard one to pick, because I consider this one in the sequel kind of. The se- I guess the sequel's better. Um. But this is one where we could have picked, and you mentioned it earlier. Um. Evil Dead. Mm. Uh, it was. It was, like you said, heavily. Um, st- the house might have stolen a lot from this. Yeah, it's just just not in the woods, but it's same. Like house the, the vibes of the things that are happening within the house. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna consider them. Uh, did you do you have Evil Dead on your list by any chance? Um, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I my list was not cemented. Okay, okay, okay. As, as okay. we started recording. Okay. So it could very possibly be the next one or. Something okay. on the list. So we we just so so I'm mean, like if it's in your list we could just talk about both. But there because Evil Dead Two, if you haven't seen Evil Dead, um, it's a great like cabin in the woods type. And it's funny because like the house per se is not haunted, but that book is right. Know, like book the book of the dead. brings the spirits out of the forest. Yeah, yeah, and and into the the house and into the woods, but and the, the house people- itself. And then it, it makes the house haunted, but it's not originally haunted. It's the book that, that makes it haunted. Yeah. Of course, if you've seen the, the this this these two movies, you you know that part two is basically a remake of part one. Basically. Basically. With um, more money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of like Desperado. Like Desperado is kind of a remake of El Mariachi, but with more money. Yeah. But it's still a sequel. And again, this is another one where I saw the sequel first. I saw Evil Dead 2 before I saw the first Evil Dead. So having done that, do you, do you still appreciate one or do you think Evil Dead 2 is like, it, he just mastered it? I I still love them all. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, like Evil Dead 2, I watched more and that's the one that I owned. But like once I saw Evil Dead, 
I was like, yeah, no, this is great too. Like I yeah. see, I see what he tried to improve on in the second one, but I still really like the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, these these group of, I think they're college kids in the first one, uh, and they're all like in their thirties. It's it's the old trope of you you cast yeah, your friends who are thirty teenagers. Yeah, thirty old teenagers, and they're going to they're going drinking up to the cabin. And one of the one of the teenagers reads from the Book of the Dead, the Necronomicon, and he he unleashes a ghost. And Sam Raimi has always had the great balance of horror and 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 humor. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, he keeps he kept turning up the notch on the humor on the, in this series. So it's Evil Dead One, Evil Dead Two, Dead by Dawn, and then Evil Dead Three, which is named Army of Darkness. Um, but this is th- these are the like the haunted house versions of them, and then three's a, a wild time travel. Yeah, it's the crazy. Yeah, yeah. Balls but, to the wall. But the one I love the most out of the trilogy, I think I like Evil Dead the most. The first I mean, one. sorry, I like Army of Darkness the most. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the time travel element. I like it. It. it I like the what is it? The Harry Munchausen like skeletons. Oh yeah, the. Harry Munchausen. Is it Harry Munchausen? Harry, of? Harry Housen. Harry Housen. Ray, Ray. Who's Harry Munchausen? <laughs> Who's Hulhauser? Harry I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Munchausen. Who, who is that a real person? I mean, Baron Munchausen is like a family, I don't know. I don't a famous, know how, how feebly I minded, <laughs> tall tale teller. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I was thinking but of Ray Harryhausen is Ray, the stop yeah. motion anime. Harryhausen, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I combined two wild names. You did, uh, uh, but Evil Dead Two. If you haven't seen it, watch it. If you have seen it, message watch us it on again. Instagram. Well, message <laughs> us on Instagram. What What do you like better? You like better? You like the sequel or the first one? I'm more partial to the sequel because it had more humor. I felt like, and it was a little more scary because it had a bigger budget mm-hmm. um i love that they kept uh that they kept uh bruce campbell as a lead yeah. they could have hired somebody else but they kept him and he's great in this as ash did you watch the the series i did i watched the first season i haven't finished the I, they did like f- three or four seasons um and now i hear that there's a they've already shot either a remake or a sequel to this to the show <laughs> Um, but it was good. The, the show was good. Well, Did you actually, watch it? then speak. Um, I watched like the first episode. I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't feeling it at the time. Like it, it felt. It's a more, totally different vibe. It's a dope. Yeah, it's a different vibe. It, it's much campier, and it's more. Yeah, it's more of the comedy and less of the horror. But but it found its legs during the like the last half of the first season, mm. which sucks because. Y- you don't want to. Sometimes when you, something's not good, you're like, "I'm not feeling. It. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop watching." But it did kind of pick up. And then I remember seeing, uh, talking to people who watched the second season. They're like, "Oh, the second season really picked up, and and it's really great." Interesting. Um, but uh, they did a remake of it. Um, Fede Alvarez did a remake. Yeah, which what I, did you I don't think hate. Of the remake? I don't hate it. I like it. It's yeah. way like they go the opposite direction, yeah. and they have very little comedy, and it's just messed up. <laughs> yeah, it, but like. <laughs> In a good way. Oh like yeah, he, no. he went like full into it, into the the like the violent horror of it, and the Necronomicon, uh, the the ghoul coming out and really possessing somebody. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really fucking well done. 
there's a scene where like someone comes out and has an electric knife and there's a tongue yeah involved. oh yeah and that is really graphic but really well done i i, I like that guy <laughs> he, he's he did um he's done uh, a lot of cool don't, movies don't breathe don't breathe yeah um He's interesting. Um, he's an interesting director. I, I like I like the remake, and I'm looking forward to whatever is coming next in the series. Did he do fun. the sequel? Did he do Don't Breathe Two? He did. He did. Okay. He did. Um, and I know he's he's not involved in the new Evil Dead movie. Mm. It's somebody else. But it, it it's one of those guys where you're like, oh, they got like a foreign horror guy that just gets it and gets the humor to come mm. back to him and do it. So I'm looking forward to it. That was my number three. What is your number two? Yeah, it's so weird that I've, the, the way that we're staggered now. I know, um, I know, I know. So I'm gonna do, I'm gonna cheat and I'm gonna do a tie because I like the remake and the original, uh, the Amityville Horror. Okay, okay. Um, so, so the the original with James Brolin and Margot mm-hmm. Kidder, which was what 1979. Yeah, and, they, and then 2005 they did a remake with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Melissa George. <laughs> yes. Um, and I don't know, like I was way, I felt like platinum dunes was, they had a, a minute there where they had a couple of actually decent horror remakes. They did. They did. Um, cause I didn't, I, I really liked their remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre also. I did too. I did too. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, this is a famous story of the, the Lutzes and their house in Amity, Amityville, New York, where, they alleged that um, the house was haunted by the previous tenants whose son, I guess, had killed people there. Mm-hmm. And so the, the movie deals with them and they're like, I think they lived there for a month. And like all the shit that they dealt with, all the, the crazy hauntings of the house that they dealt with before they fled the house. And then tying into other scary movies, this was also the Warrens what from The Conjuring, like the, the actual couple. They were, are the ones who were like, investigated this family's like haunted uh, house haunting right? yeah 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 it's a whole it's a whole thing yeah so you um, i never watched the 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 remake but you like that one too i do yeah i liked it okay. a lot um like the original's got like that that 70s horror movie vibe where it's kind of yeah. slow but it's like iconic and it's got like the priest with the flies and like it's got yeah. the the moment where the house actually tells them to get out um yeah yeah i don't know it's just that sort of late 70s haunted house movie that if you haven't seen it you there's a lot of like in jokes in horror movies in the 90s and later on that you probably wouldn't get mm-hmm. um well, well you know what's so crazy is that like the same director that directed the, the original 70s version of this mm-hmm. is the same director of Cohen loop that's strange that is, I didn't, I didn't, I never even thought about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stuart, uh, Stuart, Stuart Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Um, he went from the sixties to doing Cohen Luke to doing the Amityville Horror, and that That's is an fucking range, jump. dude. Um, and it does have a creepy like seventies vibe, and I think again, it's one of those movies where like it's fucking John, it's James Brolin, and yeah, Mer- like, and then Rod Steiger playing the father, like it gives yeah, it, the it's a heavy fucking like a cast so like mm-hmm. again it falls into that that category of like maybe the the, the material might have been okay but the fact that these all these great actors did it and i is probably the fact that it was this director that did it because um father ryan is played by um the the is it the mayor 
in Jaws? Remember the mayor? He won't close oh, the beaches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it the mayor? Yeah, it is. It's yeah. the mayor. Um, he's played. He he's played by the, by that actor. So it's a heavy fucking cast. It's a really good cast. So, is um, that, fucking a. Mayor Vaughn is that the? Yeah, Murray Murray uh, Hamilton. Um, who played Father Ryan? Father Ryan. Yeah, um, I. What was? I, one of the my vivid my vivid memory about this movie is that my grandmother tried to talk me into watching it. Like she was going to let me pick out a scary movie, which was a big deal for my grandma. Like she wouldn't <laughs> watching scary movies at the grandma's house. Wasn't a big thing. And like, I wanted to get uh nightmare on Elm street. What? Five? No, not five, three. Which Ooh. ones, which ones? Nightmare on Elm street, I'm right. I'm three is dream warriors. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was like four or five. It was dream child. <laughs> it was, um, and she was trying to talk me into getting Amityville Horror because she was like, "Oh no, but this one's based on a true story, so we should watch this one." I'm like, "That's, that's Grandma, simple. you're trying to give me more nightmares." Damn, yeah, saying this is based on something that actually happened. Yeah, that I'm gonna say that she was a cool grandma, dude. Yeah, uh, because yeah, my grandma too. She would she would never censor what I watched. Uh, I watched some crazy horror movies under her watch. Oh no, my grandma. My this was the first and only time I can remember my grandma like encouraging me watching a scary movie um there's there i wonder if because rod steiger it's funny because i remember watching him in this and then later watching him uh playing a father as well a priest in end of days with arnold i literally just watched that last last chris last halloween sorry last christmas last i mean it's a christmas movie yeah i I guess yeah kind of uh has to do with christ (laughs) um and I'm thinking like, man, Rat Steiger's consistently been a crazy man, a crazy person. <laughs> I mean, uh, I always just think about him as the crazy general in Mars Attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, he, he's perfectly over the top <laughs> when you want him to be. Um, all right, that's a fucking good pick. And you pick both of them, and both that's cool. Them. I like that we're, we're cheating like that. Cause, oh, yeah. All got right, it. I got to watch the, the, the Ryan Gosling. The Ryan Gosling. The Ryan, Ryan Reynolds one. Would... <laughs> though, though he would be a really good He would have been a good play. George Lutz, yeah. Um, speaking of Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling, sorry, he's going to be the new Wolfman. Really? Which I'm excited about, yeah. Same writer-director of um, The Invisible Man. He's, he's Really? He's making his own... Like indie version of the Universal Horror movies. I'm down for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The Invisible Man was really good. I want to say like it's already in production. Interesting. Um, Ryan Gosling. Yes, it's him. Uh, well, I don't know. Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling. I always get them confused by name. Um, yeah, this is deep into pre-production. The Wolfman. Nice. So, um, I'm on board. Uh, okay, my number two is it? Is that where we're at? Um, yes. yes. Wait, yes. so that was my number two. So now it's your number two. And then my next one is my number one. Yes. Okay. I can yeah, count. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. we can count. We're not under the influence. Uh, I'm not under the influence. No, I'm not even, I can't not, speak for you. Not today. Not today. <laughs> I actually kept it, kept it sober today. Right. Um, you know what? I'm going to count two as my evil deads just to, to, to keep this, this episode not as long, uh, and give you the chance to really talk about your number one. Um, because I want to talk about number one. So, and I don't want to make this too long. So, you, I default to you. What's your number one? Oh, 
I'm going to count Evil Dead as, as one of my choices, and Evil Dead 2 is another one of my choices. I got you. All right. I mean, this, again, is a tough one. I feel like there's so many things that people could be screaming, like, oh, why isn't your number one? Like, why isn't it The Shining? I'm like, well. Yeah. It's taking me a hotel, not a house. Yeah, it's not a house. I, it, so I had I have it on my list, but when I got to it right now, that I was gonna that was gonna be my number two. Actually, I said it's a hotel. It's a I hotel. It's a hotel. But, and then like, oh, so this is what this was the, the the sort of wormhole about haunted house movies that I fell down. Like, all right, so does it count as a haunted house? Like, yes, there are ghosts in the hotel in The Shining, but they're not actually do it like jack's the one doing like jack's the one killing people yeah yeah so like not the house yeah um so it's a weird i don't know i don't want to parse hairs about it but anyway but but but, 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 but in case someone's gonna be yell at us yeah that is our our reason i mean it's it's a hotel not a fucking house someone's gonna gonna yell yell at us yeah um but again i'm gonna have to do a tie because i can't decide uh between poltergeist and poltergeist 2 Ooh, okay, okay. Um, but like, I love them both, and I love the original. But that the, the preacher in the second one gave me way more nightmares than anything in the first one. I'm um, gonna lie; I haven't watched Poltergeist since I was a child because of the clown. It, no, it was just that disturbing to me. Like, I remember being like really like it. Not a lot of things scare me, but the little girl and the TV mm-hmm. and it just it, gi- it gives me a feeling like there's a few movies that give me this feeling like Dumbo is one of them, <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, and this where like just seeing it and seeing like there's something in the film maybe there's literally like in the film grain mm-hmm. that makes me not feel good physically. Well, I mean, it was there was a famously troubled production. Yeah, like yeah. And someone died, right? Like, yeah. Well, I don't know if she. The girl died eventually, like really young, because uh, she had an illness. The, um, the little girl, right? Yeah, Heather O'Rourke. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what? Like, I just remember there was a lot of drama surrounding the production of these movies and like shit just being awkward. Um, yeah. But the second one has Julian Beck as reverend henry kane and he is terrifying to me and also yeah again somewhere in my fondness for this movie i don't remember where i saw this uh or read it or heard it or made it up but like allegedly he took the part of this creepy reverend because he knew like he was dying basically and he's like i think this would be a really like i'll really be able to add to the character of this creepy ghostly man because i'm dying um and he is terrifying. Like he's just walking up and singing his weird uh, psalms from the Bible. He just gave me the creeps. This, so so this, bad. I'm gonna put this one in the same list as one because I confuse these two because this guy scared the shit out of me too. Yeah. This guy and the lady uh, from part one, Zelda Rubinstein. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Those. Two well, she's in, she's in both of them. I know. Yeah. But this one. When he's he's like walking down the street, right, and he's singing yeah, creepy yeah, songs. He, the, yeah, you're walking down the street singing the songs, and he comes yeah. up and he just starts talking to her, and you're like, "This dude is not right. There's yeah. something wrong with this dude." Well, and we know he was dying. That's what's yes. wrong. Uh, um, he was literally f- hanging out with death. Can you give us like the synopsis of one? If, oh my gosh, people haven't seen it. Okay, so, I mean, it's 
a very simple synopsis, but what is let's let's just defer to IMDb because they'll do it much better than I would. Because it's basically this family starts experiencing uh, paranormal phenomena in yeah. their house. The the and, the IMDb one is very short. I'll read it out. A family's home is haunted by a ghost of a demonic uh, a host of demonic ghosts. I feel like that's, that's like well that's like a a, a user a yeah, user. It's too simple. Um, yeah. Basically, they're haunted by weird things, weird entities. Because well, the seems... house is built over an Indian burial ground, right? Dude, spoiler alert. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the time, like yeah. that that was like the twist at the end of the movie. Yeah. So if if you're bummed out by that, you're like, what? 20, what, what, 85? So like 30 yeah. something years, 36 years late? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I know I was going to save the spoilers, but on that one, I felt like. You've had some time. Yeah, and, and they've made sequels. I, the, the, the remake? There's a remake of this, right? There Correct? is a remake, and it's not as good. Okay. I, I don't even remember what was bad about it. I just remember it. Not I just remember good. walking out and being like, uh, they didn't need to do that. Like, it didn't add anything to it. Okay. I might, um, check, I might check out the, 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 the remake just because it doesn't have this feeling I had from the, from the original one. I don't like that feeling. It, but it's one of the reasons is Julian Beck, dude. Oof. Well, but that's the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second one. So, okay. So the first one is like, they start experiencing supernatural phenomenon. And at first it seems fun and funny. And then things start to get darker. And then their youngest daughter, Luann goes missing and they have to try to get her back. And that's um, one. And so, I, yeah, that's one. And then part two is like, oh, hey, they got away from these ghosts, but they find them again. And this, like they're, they want the girl back. Um, and there's just so much going on in these movies, like pools full of dead bodies and people like imagining that their faces are falling off. Yeah. Crazy spectral demon things popping out of the closet again. I remember a lot of Dutch angles. Is that a thing? Yes. Right? A lot of yeah. Dutch angles. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, oh, I, I, the, the first one is directed by Toby Hooper. Toby, Toby Hooper, Hooper. Yeah. Toby Hooper. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre dose the and uh yeah he, he's a, a classic horror dude um is he still alive he died in 2017 so. yeah yeah all right for some reason I thought he was still alive uh the and again Craig T. Nelson is the lead in these yeah. uh and the, the dad yeah just the fact that coach coach is is the dad and being haunted is scary he mm-hmm. Craig T. Nelson's a fucking great actor dude um yes i mean he's he's a badass yeah and joe beth williams uh plays the the mom the mom um from the big chill uh these movies all i think have that in common that they're just great fucking acting dude that like yeah pushes it great to acting again this is another movie where they set up the world really well quickly like the whole suburban yeah like tracked housing family and the weird relationship with their neighbors and squabbling i don't know like it's it felt very real very quickly and then shit starts to get crazy yeah yeah um, um so one and two you recommend there's a is there a third one I thought there is a third one it's not no. it's not as good they send luann to like live with her aunt and uncle in the city and then the again the ghosts follow her there and that mm-hmm. one's with 
Tom Skerritt and Nancy oh. Allen. But it's it's just it's not as it's not as good. Viper is in the, in the third <laughs> one. Um from Top Gun. All right. That was your number number one. It's it's a yeah, it's my, one my, and two. My tie for number one, because okay. we gotta cheat. Okay. Uh I'm gonna cheat in this one as well, my number okay. one. Uh but it's it's the last one I gotta go all out. Uh again, we get it. Like the shining, it's best, but and we love Kubrick, but it's not a fucking house. <laughs> this one is a house, and it's haunted in a way. The Cabin in the Woods. Oh. Uh, Drew Goddard, uh, written by the now disgraced writer Joss Whedon, um, <laughs> but also co-written by Drew Goddard. He he he's he's a I think he's a great director and writer. Uh, he wrote a lot on Felicity. He he's a lot of he does a lot of collaborations with J.J. Abrams, but I think he's great. Um. It's basically college kids go to a cabin in the woods and you find out that these creepy things are happening. Um, and you find out that it's ah, fuck. I, I wonder if I should spoil it because there's a weird section of people that if, that if you're, if you're now like 18, 19, you probably never saw this. It went mm -hmm. under the radar. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to hold off and, and not give the, the spoiler of the end. These crazy things are happening and you you don't know why and all these tropes are happening. So like the haunted house, the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre type killer that won't die. Mm -hmm. There's all these these tropes that fall into this movie that is what I would call like a love letter to all horror movies. Yeah. Um but mm -hmm. what starts off like a kind of like horror movie turns into like a weird combination of just them writing a love letter to horror movies that combines everything everything yeah. you could think about of horror movies which is the creepy doll the creepy item that you touch that that causes something to come back from from the <laughs> dead um uh even uh, a merman like there's so <laughs> many things that this 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 and i really i really am not going to spoil it because um I really love this movie and I want, if somebody hasn't seen this movie, I want you to go and check it out. Um, it's really well done. If you need an extra kicker to get you there, it stars Chris Helmsworth. It's one of his first like big American movies. Yeah. Well, it got shelved for a really long time also. Like, like I want to say like years. Yeah. Um, because they didn't know what to do with it, but it's funny. Like they had this great gem there. And I think, I think like, it had fallen to default because of the production company that did it. Yeah, like it was, it was a bunch of extenuating circumstances yeah. that just kind of put it on the shelf. Did it? Wait, what year did it end up coming out? Did it not come out until after the Avengers? And that was like, oh, let's cash in on Chris Hemsworth. I think so. They came out in 2011, and I think he had done at least Thor by then. I okay. think um, because I remember them trying to cash in on the fact that he was Thor. I think so. Thor was. Avengers was 2012, actually. Kevin Dillard, 2011. But so it was after Thor, at least. Though. It was after it was after Thor. It was right after Thor. I think okay. Thor came out. And then that same year, they were like, fuck it. We got to release this before he, he gets too big. Um, but we had seen Chris Helmsworth in Star Trek already and A Perfect Getaway, which he's in. So he had oh, done a couple shit. things. That was yeah, him? dude. He's in I that. Was, I was thinking about that movie not too long ago. 
Me Cause, too. Because I, I was watching White Lotus. I was like, oh, hi, Steve's on in, in the tropical setting. Yep, yep. <laughs> I was going to start watching it. And, and I watched the trailer and I thought of the same thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, a perfect getaway. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. It's basically every horror movie that you could think of rolled into one in a perfect like love letter to horror movies. Um, from someone who didn't have a career writing horror movies, which is Joss yeah. Whedon. Mm-hmm. Um, none well, of these but guys. I mean, he had Buffy. I guess Buffy. Yeah, yeah. But this is. I think I'm going to give credit to Drew Goddard more than more than Joss Whedon. <laughs> um, he he. They they made a great movie, and uh, it's it's amazing. And I still try to rewatch it every year since it's come out, just because it's really well done. It's really well acted. It's a lot of fun, and. Especially end, if you love horror movies. Yeah, I mean. yeah. At the end, there's a great twist that you don't, that you kind of see coming, but you don't. And it's uh, above everything else. It's th- there's parts that are horror, and there's parts that are like frightening you. And you get a little, couple of jump scares. There's a couple of, of of trick jump scares where they're like, you think this is a tension where this someone's gonna jump out, but nothing. And like that's tension in itself. <laughs> um, but at the end, the the twist that that is revealed, it it's amazing, it's fun, and that's what it is. It's it's a lot of fun, this movie. Um, so check it out. That's my number one. Um if I if I if I have to recommend one movie out of all my lists, I'd say go to see this one. Go go rent it, go watch yeah, it, man. download it. You got me wanting to rewatch it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. I'm gonna give you a chance to just rattle off any um any honorable mentions that you want to say oh that gosh. you couldn't get to. Give us give us like five, just rattle them off. Just five. My god, man. I, I told you I hadn't even finished my my list for reels yet. Um, okay. I again insidious, like yeah, yeah. I got I got hung up on the tagline, but it's a great movie. Yeah. It's creepy. Like so okay, if we Isn't are counting, Insidious two better than Insidious one, or am I no. thinking of the wrong movie? You're thinking of the wrong movie. Insidious, the first one is awesome, exactly. Okay, like yeah. it didn't need it didn't need a sequel. Okay, it's okay, great. Okay, um, the that was actually the last haunted house movie that I saw in theaters. I think that was actually good and creepy. That's James um, Wan, right? Yeah, James Wan. Okay. But that the Joseph Bashara score. I think really sells that movie, like his crazy string score, like the atonal, like psycho, but turned up to eleven. It's great. Um, we said the Evil Dead. Uh, I mean, I, it's silly, not in the same way as like uh, uh, Evil Dead or House Two. Mm-hmm. but silly in that like 90s horror movie way 13 ghosts i oh, really yeah, yeah, yeah. i really like 13 ghosts it's not the best scary movie but i there's something about it that i just enjoy because like they lean into all of these weird like very specific like oh you have to wear these goggles to see the ghosts and it's like very <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. like oh my gosh uh we've got this really crazy high-tech house that is actually a ghost trap um that's right that's right and matthew lillard just being crazy which I feel like all that kind of goes into Kevin in the Woods too. Um, okay, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, yeah, yeah, great. Um, I do. I didn't love it the first time I saw it, but Burnt Offerings is this movie from what seventy six about a haunted house with Karen Black and Oliver Reed and Betty Davis again, like inheriting a house. Um, it's got that creepy seventies vibe where 
You can't Ooh, I've, really. I've never seen this. It's I like it. Like okay. <clears throat> the second time, I liked it more. Um, Burgess Meredith did. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's a weird. It's a weird movie. Um, like I don't know. I don't. Know. I'm trying to think based on the year. Like there was a the, that sort of 70s paranoia. What's really going on? Vibe of like burnt offerings and the Sentinel. Yeah, oh, the Sentinel's good again, but again, that's an apartment building, not a house. So not a house. Yeah, it, forgive us for not fucking having it on our fucking list, dude. Thanks for doing this, Adam. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, guys. Until next time. Hey, have a good week. Enjoy yourselves. Don't party too hard. Goodbye.